It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood, the only Baltimore podcast that features a part-time Vegas Golden Knights fan. We're back for another week. It's myself, Taylor Smythe, Banks, and RDT. Guys, we'll talk hockey at some point in this one. We also have an interview with the owner of Secrets in Ocean City late and more that we'll get to in the middle of the show here. But first, we will talk Baltimore sports as we always do, and it starts with the reeling Baltimore Orioles, to say the least. I went on this entire rant about how it should be fun to watch the team, fun to watch the team after John Means threw the no-hitter. They have been horrible since John Means threw the no-hitter, RDT. And um, like you said, it's either Means Day or looking for a rainy day right now for the Orioles in this current stretch. Uh, they had some fun. They wore some uh, hockey jerseys on the plane, which was nice to see, keeping it light as they uh, they head into uh, a road trip here in Minnesota, currently playing um, as we record here on Monday night. But just a tough stretch for the O's. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think they're two and thirteen since the no hitter. Correct. Um, again, that's kind of a, you, you kind of feel like that's a building block game, and you're like, oh, maybe, I think they were game under five hundred when they game won Game under. That. And now they're yeah again Monday night they're seventeen and twenty nine. They're one in their last nine. Um, they've lost like 13 of 14 or something ridiculous. Um, they, they had that awesome road record earlier and now they're sitting at 11 on and 11 and 11 pending this game tonight. That looks like it's going to be another L in the, uh, the, the win loss category for them. It's just not good baseball. I mean, I think over the weekend they had like a lead in the first inning of three, nothing, five, nothing and five, nothing. And they lost all those games. Um, Bruce Zimmerman, kind of just had a meltdown with his uh, – we got the Ryan Mountcastle grand slam in the first inning of the game on Saturday, and you're like, all right, you're up 5 nothing after they blew it um, a night earlier, and and they just – I mean, it's just bad baseball. It's, it's uneducated baseball. It's not smart. It's They're losing in terrible fashion. I, I mean, Jorge Lopez just, just getting his shit rocked with his ERA of like 29 in the fifth inning. Um, again, it, like, like I said, like you said – means and pray for rain he's the Orioles are losing two to one right now he's giving up two solo home runs and it's like what else can the guy do I mean he's 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 gonna pitch eight innings and, and get the his first loss of the year probably Trey's the only guy hitting he's leading the MLB and um RBIs no one else is really doing much Tony Tater since coming back from the uh the IL it has is betting like 500 so that's nice to see and yeah they wore hockey jerseys and that's what's got everyone buzzing uh, on Orioles Twitter right now. What was your favorite Jersey banks? Uh, <laughs> I feel like you're goading me into this <laughs> Vegas night thing here. I'm not goading into anything. I'm just asking. No, um, I don't know. There, there, <laughs> a lot of them went with a very basic Ovechkin Jersey, just, you know, play to the hometown crowd and everything on uh, one of the more depressing days of the year, if you're a hockey fan in this area. But um, yeah, I, you know, there were in hockey jerseys, it's cool. It's something to do. I don't know. They they're they got to do something here other than just suck at baseball. So might as well try to play to the social media crowd. Yeah, you're right. Though it was weirdly timed with the uh, the caps going down. Um, up a, a caps post mortem. You guys kind of had it last week. We, we chatted about this as they were playing. They lost as we were recording, and it felt like they were done at that point. It felt like. And you guys kind of said it, because I think you explicitly said that they were done, um, whether that was on air, on, on air, or off air, and um, they seem to 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 have just sort of lost a step behind uh, Boston in that entire series after losing the two overtime games to start, or excuse me, losing game two and game three. 
it seemed pretty clear from the jump that they didn't quite like have the legs that the the Bruins had in terms of energy really from the beginning of the series. And when you get yourself into those overtime games as the team playing with less energy, like you just have to have them. You can't let those opportunities slip away. And once they let that, that game three slip away with the, with the gaff behind the net, um, I think that they kind of knew that they were, you know, behind the series and probably the lesser team. And um, they, they folded. I mean, they pretty much folded the last two games. And that was the sucky part to see as a team. Like it wasn't even all that exciting or there was not a lot of hopefulness. They just looked like they were just kind of done for like, you know, just stick a fork in us and call it a year. And uh, it's exactly how it played out. It looked like they were ready for the the season to be over. And it was kind of like you said, like, all right, let us take our beating and, and let us get out of here. And I, again, I mean, I'm, we're, we're still waiting on the, injuries and here's who's getting surgery and this and that from the, the locker cleanout day. But yeah, they, they just look disinterested. And I know we talked about it off air, but like the bubble team didn't want, didn't want to be there. And this team seemed like, even though the first two games were all close, they obviously could have gone either way because they went to overtime, but they did, they looked like they didn't want to be there. And I mean, Boston just looked like a, they are a better team, but they looked, they looked the part and, and it just, you know, it, it fell apart quick for them too. And I think they said on part of my take uh, today, like, you would rather them lose quick because in two weeks you'll be like, Oh yeah, I forgot the caps are even in the playoffs and, and we're watching the the third round or whatever. It's funny. I was watching game or listening to game five driving home on uh, last night. And so is John Walton. And I always get Ken Saborin. Is that how you pronounce the, the color guy's name? I don't know. I think they so. were talking. Yeah. Um, and the caps had gone down and <laughs> they were sort of doing like the mid break thing of like, Oh, how do the caps get back into it? And they gave the sort of, well, someone's got to go out there and kind of, you know, take the games, gotta, gotta, you know, go out and, 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 and grab it and, and say, look, we're not doing this. This is not how this is ending. Never really felt like the caps had anybody do that um, throughout the, uh, the, the games that they were, they were losing. And I don't know what that comes down to. I don't know if they just, as you said, didn't have the legs and, and, and were just beaten by a better, fresher team. And there was nothing that could have been done. Sometimes you just get beat and you're just the worst team at this point of the year. And maybe that's what happened. But, you know, then watch the last, you know, 10 minutes on TV. There was just, you know, no real ownership taken, feels like the, the, the phrase. There was not a lot of ownership taken throughout. And um, when you're cycling through goaltenders – um in the playoffs that's also not really what you want so probably a death knell there too yeah there was just nothing going their direction from any front there at the end of the season between Ovechkin getting hurt and the distraction that was all the Tom Wilson stuff um you know Oshie dealing with some you know family tragedy and all those types of things like it just piled up on them quick and the Bruins are a good enough team in their own right where you know if I think both teams were fresh and they were out there together um, they might match up pretty evenly, but just having all those extra things weigh, weigh down the Capitals and just kind of drain their energy. I mean, even COVID itself, I mean, um, they just they just weren't the team that they were in the middle of the season. And they just, yeah, it was time for them to go. Yeah, I'll be interested to see, as you said, what comes out of the next couple of days and what their offseason looks like. Al Chavechkin currently out of contract. The predictions, does he come back? RDC. I hope so. I, th- I think so. Um, it w- it's even weird, like, seeing the tweet last night, like, Alex Ovechkin is officially a free agent, you know, like, technically he's a free agent because their season's over. And 
I know they asked him after the game about it, and I think he said something like, "I'm not talking about it. Like we just lost. I don't. I don't want to talk about it really." So I hope he's back again. It's going to be weird seeing him in any other uniform. I know he said before it's either here, here or Russia. So I hope it's here. Yeah, I think he'll be here. I, I, I don't. I don't think there's a lot of question about that in my mind. Um, just speaking through what's been said in the media between Leonsis and Ovechkin and such, I think that there's been an agreement in place um, that, you know, might not be completely finalized, but given the whole Seattle expansion stuff um, with the way that there's some loophole, they're just going to sign them to a contract whenever a free agency hits. So I don't know. Uh, by the way, guys, just to uh, really put a, a bow on the, um, the depressing first 10 minutes of this podcast uh, in terms of losing the Orioles, if they lose tonight uh, would have the worst record in baseball. So that's good. Yeah. The road, uh... the road to another top pick start checking those start checking the draft boards for the next year. I'll start doing my research on that. So yeah, start yeah. doing your research. 2022. I, I would love it. RDT, if you could have a big board, like we'll at do a mock draft. Yeah. We'll bring board. Bobby we'll back on. Draft. Yeah. We'll do a baseball. We'll do a baseball. We'll do a baseball mock draft. Uh, I will quickly, we'll quickly here touch on the Wizards. Um, we're able to get into the playoffs as the eight seed. They're down one game to nothing. Uh, Russell Westbrook's fun. I've got to give Russell Westbrook a lot of credit. He just continues to be a very fun addition to this Wizards team. And uh, him and Brad Beal, they're not going to go down without a fight here against a Sixers team that is clearly better than them. Because when you get past Beal and, and Westbrook, it is an interesting platter of players um, on the Wizards, including Maryland Terrapin, great Alex Len. Uh, they don't have a ton of firepower behind those two guys, but I hope they can continue to make it competitive. I don't know if you guys, either of you guys watched uh, the first game of that series. I was, it was watched bits of pieces and I saw Twitter following along and it sounded like the Wizards played a really great first half in game mm -hmm. one and they kind of hung in quarter two or quarter three a little bit. And then I popped it on like right at the top of the fourth quarter and it was just all Sixers from there. So I can't tell if it was the type of game where they played their best game and then it just eventually just gave out and that might be the best game they play all series or are they genuinely capable of being competitive in the series here? I'm, I'm kind of like you. I watched the first half and kind of faded away in the second half like the Wizards did. Um, I mean, I mean, Russ, Russ kind of had his like typical game. I think if he plays a, a normal game, I think they could – they could have maybe won that game or at least made it, made it a little bit closer. But I mean, the Sixers are good. Like they're, they're really good. And um, again, I mean, it, it, fun is the perfect word for Russell Westbrook because again, it's like every night he's doing something that you're like, Oh, he's filling up the stat sheet in every single way. And some nights he has his bad nights. Like he did against the, uh, the Celtics in that playing game. But um, I mean, I, I don't think anyone expects them to win this series. I, I you know, it's, it's Sixers are one of the best teams in the league. So I, I think if they can, I think they'll win a game. It may be another gentleman sweep in, uh, in DC and, and we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, this off season is going to be interesting with them because they get a guy like Thomas Bryant back. If they get in a big man, um, another big man or so, you know, they, they, they're, they're a piece away from, I think actually making some noise in the East. Because yeah. It feels like it's too... like Hashimura could maybe make a jump. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe or or you know they can finagle a piece 
um, to kind of be a third scorer, like a pretty consistent third scorer. They just can't depend on Ish Smith. To Russell be that doesn't third have a shot. Yeah, guy. I mean, I mean, or, or Bertans, who is just an absolute roller coaster of a yeah. shooter. Um, and they, I mean, that's a huge deal. They signed him to too last season. I believe. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned about that one. He's just the guy is just so he's just so hit or miss. Um, and had a great year, a very good year last year and earned the contract, but just his shooting is, uh, he's a little down in all percentages this year. Um, but really, I think the focus of this podcast is, uh, look, it's a, it's going to be a big weekend in Maryland this weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend, you know, pandemic, hopefully coming to a close to a certain extent, obviously not totally over tons of, you know, stuff still involved there, but people getting vaccinated. I think the vaccination rate in Maryland, is like 68% or something as of today, I think I saw that number. Um, so sorry if that's wrong. No, I've got no one fact checking me here. So I'm going to, no, we'll, we'll get a fact check. We're going to roll. You get on that one. Okay. We're going to roll with that. And we talked to Leighton Moore, the owner of secrets. And I think if you've gone to ocean city and on Memorial day weekend or really any weekend over the summer, you've been to one of the you know highest grossing bars in America, which is wild. Um, yeah. Secrets. You guys got any good secret stories black you've gotten kicked out of there a couple times <laughs> that's uh that's a rumor uh that some people may or may not be able to confirm more than i um the the those potential incidents were were well in the past and alleged, uh, alleged. All, all parties have have moved on mm. but yes secrets is is as fun as it gets um so many different types of things you can do in there like types of nights or days that you want to have out there um you want to get a little wet out there in, in the agua i mean if you know a lot of things are said about that water but um you know some people some people are into that kind of thing and um i don't know i i love the place rdt you got any secrets uh stories in your past um i mean it's always a good time like it's just i've, I've had many a good days there many of five six seven hundred dollar tabs and at the end of the day, just kind of coming to and being like, well, that was a lot of fun. That was a <laughs> lot of money. Seeing people uh, do backflips off the tables in the, uh, in the Bay is always a good time. And the, the Salisbury football police coming over and uh, uh, quietly removing them from the establishment. Um, I've never been at night. I've only gone during the day. Wow. Like I've, cause I've always heard the like, Hey, if you go at night and you lose your friends, like just, you'll see them in the morning. Like there's, you're never going to find them again. Um, and again, this is when it was at full capacity at what, five, 5,000 or whatever. Oh, I do. Oh, another good story. Um, I did saw, I did see Nick Faust and, um, Evan Smotrich get kicked out of the line because they yeah. tried to jump the line and they said, don't you know who I am? And the bouncer said, yeah, you guys are freshmen because I watched you this year. <laughs> the, the, the entire line gave them a nice round of applause and it, it wasn't the, the, the round of applause they were using. Uh, that's a tough scene for those guys. <laughs> Literally, uh, Evan with... Spotrit saying, don't you know who I am? Yeah, it's... That was is cool. And with that, we will get to our interview with Secret Center Layton Moore. Something magic happens. Back on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. Honored to be brought in by the owner of Secrets, Mr. Layton Moore. Mr. Moore, thanks for coming on with us. First of all, is this like the calm before the storm for you right now? Memorial Day weekend, post-pandemic, people are ready for this. They want this. They want to come to your establishment. What's it like for you going into this weekend? Well, Brian, I think the, uh, you called it exactly right. It's the calm before the storm. This area on the East Coast is known for its northeasters. We call them nor'easters. And 
we've had beautiful weather, no rain, and it's supposed to be a deluge this weekend uh, and very windy for the east. But having said that, we're also getting ready for the storm or the onslaught, hopefully, of people that are ready. You're right. They're ready to come to Ocean City and Secrets. They're ready to go wherever they can without the restrictions uh, imposed by uh, the COVID and without masks and without social distancing. Uh, you know, sometimes I tell my staff, you know, we're understaffed because nobody wants to work. So we might not be over, over busy, but then they're telling me, you know, we got to realize these people or these tourists are just dying to come out, co-mingle and uh, talk to people and be human again. So, you know, we're, we're ready for the rain and we're ready for it to pour, uh, you know, like we're, my last name is Moore. So we kiddingly say we're like Morton Salt. You know, when it rains, we pour. <laughs> I think that's a good way to put it. I know, I know rain or shine, people are going to be out there. Yeah. And can you tell us the story of Secrets? How did it start and, and how has it sort of gotten to where it is? Well, it's it basically all my endeavors have always started because, uh, you know, I don't have a high school education or a college education, but I do know how to drink. And I, <laughs> you know, I've got complexes, we all do. And I try and make all my personalities and complexes feel comfortable in a situation of a bar, restaurant, nightclub, etc. So I found that I was pretty good at it. And I've had four or five different bars and restaurants, build them, sell them, build them, sell them, etc. And I still had a liquor license after I sold my last uh, establishment, which was the Ocean Club uh, on the ocean at 49th Street. And uh, so I started building a little tiki bar. I have ADD and all these other adjectives uh, as far as personalities. And one of them, I just can't quit thinking, I can't quit designing, and I can't quit building. So I started with one bar, then two, and then it ended up, I think we have about 18 now in the one location and so it was because i was bored i needed money and that's what i can do it's uh kind of limited on my my choices of vocations it seems like you continue to add on one thing or another just like you said you're up to 18 bars now do you have an idea and i know a distillery was something that was what somewhat recent not you know not in the most recent couple of years but in the last decade or so what might be next for Secrets if there is anything? Is there any big plans out there? There's always plans, Brian. Uh, what I do is I overbuild. I overspend on the initial construction. For instance, the Morley Hall is made for four stories, and yet it's only one, basically. Huh. And uh, the foundation, all the services from uh, fire suppression, electrical, plumbing, sewer, everything is in for the multiple stories, and I have all the designs done. Alibet, uh, the COVID, we would have already started construction on the second floor, but with COVID, that's been delayed because uh, money is short, And uh, but optimism is still there. Uh, we are just finishing our 18th bar. It'll be fully functional uh, in about two or three weeks, and that's a shipping container uh, that's adjacent to and attached to Morley Hall, uh, which also acts as a fire escape on the roof of it so that I can indeed build the second floor. But we're uh, adding on or building a new liquor store next winter and uh, starting construction of a small portion of the second floor that will be private. Kind of like the beginning of Secrets. You know, you asked about Secrets. So in the beginning, um, 
I didn't have any money to advertise and it was just a little like pastime to get something done. And I, I built it and I didn't have money for a sign. So I named it Secrets. Uh, and we gave you the opportunity to come in three times. And when you came in three times, uh, you would get a stamp on your passport from Secrets as if it was a country. And we would give you a gold card. Now that gold card got you in free for the rest of your life if you maintained it, didn't loan it because you never get it back. Uh, <laughs> and it was a ploy as far as, as marketing. And we're going to kind of go back to that on the second floor. There's so many people. And as the clientele has gotten older, I mean, we are 33 years old. So, you know, the, the people that were there originally and came in are a little bit old to go hobnobbing and in a, a group of people in a tight, confined space. So at least I am. So the second floor will be by either invitation or by card. And that's, I'm really looking forward to building that. So I have a place to look down, see what's going on and hide all at the same time. <laughs> so it's just kind of like a VIP area. And there's- It, it is, and all the customers are VIP, but I, I'm gonna have to kind of know them, you know? It's only gonna hold. <laughs> and when the rest of the property holds, you know, 5,000, and, but you'll be able to see the bands. It, it's of all the things I've ever designed, I, I really have an affinity to this design. Uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to Secrets in the nightclub, but the north side of, of the Morley Hall, it, that bar, that ceiling is taller than the ceiling on the south side. It slopes down 20 inches, which means that I can have a four layers levels of people watching. So when you're in, Morley Hall and you look to the south and you look up you'll see multiple people in depth and uh, to do that takes a lot of forethought a lot of thinking I pat myself on the back you know but <laughs> I want to see it built you know you do all that and then you don't get a chance to build it because of money or whatever and then COVID hits and I'm just hell bent for leather I want to build the daggone thing <laughs> Now, when was your first kind of the first moment you stepped back and, and you saw the sea of people and you said, we made it. This is it. This is going to work. Uh, was there a moment or was it a summer that you, you know, you opened the books at the end of the summer and you went, holy hell, we did it. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of it was, uh, I know this is not going to be what you want to hear that the time moment. I was so exhausted from construction and the push to get it open. You know, I was supposed to open, this is 1988. I was supposed to open in, in May. Uh, and I finally got it open on June 29th of 1988. And I was so exhausted. I couldn't even stand and I was sitting and I left early, but seeing the number of people, particularly the locals that came in to, to uh, see what this weirdo had concocted after building so many bars in ocean city, I had a really good inkling. And then each day, the numbers monetarily would uh, go higher and higher and higher. And I mean, even yesterday, I mean, this is going to sound weird, but I'm working on a shipping container. We're doing some welding. And uh, I look up and I see Secrets. I see Distillery. And I see a Secrets Distillery truck pulling out of the loading dock. And I went, damn, I made it. You know, it's, it, it, was, uh, it was one of those moments yesterday. And I have them a lot. And I, I still tell people, 
you know, what's the best thing about secrets? And they say, of course, I don't know. And I say, because I own it, you know, I, if I, <laughs> what, I, I want to come back as me. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a hell of a ride. Not that I'm leaving, but I don't want to jump this ship. I can tell you right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, a lot of money to get me to ever uh, give up the ghost of secrets. It's, uh, you know, I've made it so that it continues after my death. The, uh, some of the managers that have been with me for up to 43 years are now owners, part owners of Secrets, so that they have a vested interest and they know that they're going to be taken care of uh, in the future. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to keep going. As far as monetarily, uh, there's a number we hit. It's a big number. some zeros behind it. It'll let your imagination do the thinking <laughs> on one day. And I said, damn, holy crap. Son, you made it. <laughs> you know, it, it was a big number. Now, it was on a Memorial Day, and we're not going to be able to do it. We're making lemonade this weekend. As they say, God gives you lemons. You go ahead and make lemonade. So <laughs> we're going to be making lemonade. <laughs> I love it. There's this myth out there that there are 10 of the highest grossing bars. Nine are in Vegas, and the other one is Secrets. Can you confirm that stat? Are you one of the 10 highest grossing bars in the U.S.? Yes, but I'm also the highest grossing independently owned bar, I believe. Ah, yep. okay. Mm-hmm. They, of course, they, they give a, a gambler extra. They're flying with alcohol so that they bet illogically, and yet they write that off that it was a sale, of course. Uh, so I can't compete with a place like the Hard Rock or the Wynn that give away and... Uh, and sell up. I mean, they're open 12 months a year, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, during the winter, we lose so much money. And that's something you got to plan for, too, because if you don't plan to lose money during the winter and you don't have the money to lose, well, I've been in that, that boat before and it sinks real quick. So it's almost been like you've been in a winter for, for a year plus. So it's kind of exacerbated by that whole thing. So this weekend must be a huge thing for you. Um, it was interesting how you mentioned these other places in Vegas, the sports, like the, the casinos and how they do things. We've got sports gambling coming to Maryland here. Is there any thought put into potentially putting a sports book into secrets? Because I think the, the laws that they're kind of laying out there are pretty open-ended in terms of who could potentially get these licenses. You know, I, I to be honest with you, uh, I'm an old dog and I got, you know, long a tooth. And I, I haven't really thought about uh, the sports book, although I do gamble. Um, I do blackjack uh, as far as sports book. I haven't thought about it and I'm not saying I wouldn't, but my nexus of my imagination, engineering, uh, so to speak, is that uh, people have a good time and they forget about problems. You know, I don't know of a gambler who tells the truth that how much they lost when they say they won a little bit, <laughs> but I also don't know one that's in a good mood after they lost. So, you know, I, I don't know that I'd be interested in doing that. Although on the other hand, I was against the lotto and we have the lotto. So, I, you know, maybe uh, the other managers or owners could convince me to do something like that. But right now, I just want to have people have a really good time, leave to come back with a memory that makes them come back. And uh, I don't know if I want to go back to a casino if I lost money on the blackjack. Sure. <laughs> that makes total sense. 
what what will it be like for you when you see that sort of swarm of people come in this weekend after and, and Brian sort of touched on it, the the long wait. And, you know, you've had people in and out based on the different restrictions, but with it all sort of gone at this point, what will that feeling be like for you? I think there's been so much talk about businesses and, and bars and restaurants and how much of a struggle this has been. And, and Ocean City is a place where, as you said, you have three months and that's sort of your three months where most of the money is made. Not only at your place, but for all the bars and restaurants around you, what will that be like this weekend? It'll be, uh, it'll be not only exciting, fulfilling, uh, It'll be almost orgasmic just to see people <laughs> rushing into my establishment because they've either been there before in the past, before COVID, I call it BC, or they've heard about it and they want to come in to the extent that they get in line at 530 in the morning uh, to, to have that. It's such an honor that they want to come to my establishment, that there's 5,000 people in line. Uh, that uh, it's great pride, great pride. And I'm happy for them if they get in. And I actually personally walk along the line and say, sorry, there's a real good chance you're not going to make it today. And uh, you know, I, I don't like doing that, but I also want them to go to other establishments and you know, have fun. And maybe at some point during the day, they can stop back by and uh, you know, partake of the uh, amenities that we have at Super. <laughs> Now, hypothetically speaking, if a few blogger podcasters swung by this weekend at some point, would there be any possibility for those, hypothetically speaking, of course, for those bloggers to be able to get in and kind of skip by that line or, you know, maybe? Well, they'd have to, hypothetically speaking, I would assume that would be you. Uh, It's hypothetical, (laughs) sir. It's hypothetical. Well, hypothetically, I'd be honored if you would call me. I believe you have my number now. Uh, I would (laughs) on the other side of the bay and I get there by boat so I can be there in like four and a half minutes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I can certainly get you in. Uh, <laughs> I, to be honest with you, they sent me a copy of, and no offense, please taken. Um, I've never looked at a blog. Uh, you, I've <laughs> a couple of the blogs, I guess, that, that I guess that's what you call them that, that, well, I guess I'm doing it now, but I've never watched it. They sent them so I can see what it was about and I never watched them. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of off the cuff kind of guy. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what you're going to do with this. I guess you put it on the internet and people, you know, look at it and decide to come in. I'm very honored you did it. And it, <laughs> if, uh, I mean, I told you I was old long and tooth, man, and teaching me a new trick, you got something to do. But uh, tell me, I'll make sure that uh, you can get in. That's, if that's going to be on the blog, don't give out my number because I don't do it. <laughs> um, Layton, what's the, speaking of guests coming in, who's your most famous celebrity guest you ever had at Secrets? Oh my gosh. Um, Denzel Washington. Uh, wow. Jeez. Came in and uh, my president of all my companies is a woman that's been with me for 43 years and she's an African-American woman and Beautiful, beautiful lady. And without her, I'd be driving a backhoe, and that's God's truth. And uh, she loves, loves Denzel. Well, he was out on the pier. So me, you know, I walk out there and said hi to him. He tried to switch watches with me. He wanted, he wanted my watch. And <laughs> watch was a $100 watch, and mine was a little bit more than that. And I was tempted to do it because I didn't even like the damn watch. I told my wife I wanted to send it to him just because I could say I gave it to Zen. So, but anyway, 
So I went up to Mary's office, Mary, the president, and I said, uh, I got a surprise for you, Mary. And I tell Donzel that the beautiful African-American woman is going to come down and say hi. Well, I thought she was going to pee her pants. <laughs> she went down, didn't come back for probably 45 minutes. And uh, in her window, now I, like an idiot, I put porthole windows on all the doors and the managers hate it. So they have something in the window. So you can't see in. It's like an invasion of, 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 of don't ever do that. But anyway, hers is <laughs> Washington. So you try and look in her window, you see Denzel. But we've had a lot of football players and, uh, you know, we've had a, a few people, but I'm not much uh, on, on saying too much to him. The reason I went out to Denzel is because I wanted Mary to go out there. But we've had a few that have been thrown out and are barred for life. So, and I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some ideas of what those names might be, actually, but <laughs> it's it's funny. I'll tell you about it. One of them had a problem in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it is funny because I had a friend who was one of the photographers there for a summer, and uh -oh. there was a story that always got passed around that Denzel was there, and it was kind of like I heard from her that he was here, and it's like, well, like, who knows how far that that truth stretched? You know, it's like a fishing story, and now it's. It's confirmed. He was Denzel. Yep. And we've had a, a big time uh, race car drivers. We've had uh, a lot of musicians that have come in. And my wife tried to get uh, one of them to actually play, and he was tempted. You could see it. And he said, no, nah, it's not my stage. I'm not going to upstage your performer. And I'm like, you know, I gave him kudos for that. <laughs> now, so, so we, we were talking about it again on the podcast uh, earlier. The drink, the drink of choice. My drink of choice is the pain in the ass. How, yeah. how many, how many of those are are you guys ringing up a summer? Is there a, a, a rough estimate? It has to be, like you said, a bunch of zeros and a bunch of commas. I'm sure. Yeah, I, you know, maybe a hundred thousand. I, I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> I'm, but see, I believe that. Yeah, I, I, mean, totally I believe that. <laughs> it's just an astronomical oh. number. <laughs> Hillary, so I don't have to buy the liquor from other places. You know, I can make it, pay the tax, buy it from myself and, and, and sell it at Secrets in my liquor store. There's a lot of, at one point, before I started making my own rum and vodka, et cetera, we were the first in the country in probably five or six liquor, different liquor types. Mm. Wow. Um Another rumor, we touched on the Vegas one, but there's a rumor that, and this is my friend sent me this question because he wanted me to phrase it this exact way. He said, how much do y'all spend on palm trees each year? I've heard preposterous rumors about those sons of bitches. <laughs> what, what did you hear? I, he didn't give me a number. Didn't but give I, us a number. Yeah. Uh, well, $500,000 is, is what we spend. Annually? Wow. Yeah. Well, the pain in the asses cover that easily. Uh, nothing's easy, but <laughs> what would you spend to be the only anything? In the case, let's say that we were in Florida and you wanted a jungle, but you didn't have $500,000. You could spend $50,000 a year for 10 years and you would have the same size jungle as I do. Hmm. So... Because they die, and I want them to die, uh, we 
have a jungle. Nobody else is going to spend that much money to have a jungle. So I have the only jungle. Between the cost of the trees, you know, it, it's weird. And I don't know if this will make the cut if there is one. Uh, down in Florida, we have a person who uh, buys the trees, takes the trees, they plant the trees, nurture them and baby them, and then they have to dig a ditch big enough to hold the, tr the tree, the trunk, and the leaves, line it with the rubber, and fill it with poison, and dip the entire tree, the roots, the stalk, and all the leaves under video with numbers before they're allowed to leave Florida because of fire ants. Then wow. if on the highway, mainly 95, if anything breaks the light beam across the highway, then you get a fine. So if one of those palm fronds decides to get a wild hair and, and has the audacity to stick its little head up, it breaks the beam, there's $500. If one of them touches the ground, it's $500. And every state waits for the trucks to come through. Then when we get them up here, we have a certain amount of loss because you poisoned them. And then you, you have to store them while you're using a 150 ton crane to swing them in position. And then you have to feed them, nurture them, baby them. And you have to put up spray misters, for instance, this weekend with a Northeast wind bringing salt, too much salt for a tree that's already been half killed by the poison. Uh, then you have to put, turn the sprayers on to keep that salt crystallization off the leaves because they get burnt when the sun comes up. And they have to be uh, timed specifically on timers for two minutes every 20 minutes to do so. And then you have to pay people to water them on top of that. So all in, it's 500000 Wow. That's an entire process. I, I can tell that you have gone through this process numerous times and you know it from front, front to back. Um, I think I, but I just figured out why they died four times. I thought it was from cold, but I, after last year, after the, the, just the insult to injury last year, after COVID and people couldn't come in, uh, it didn't get that cold. The wind came from the Northeast on three separate storms and every tree died. Wow. So I finally, uh, after 33, well, I've been bringing trees in for more bars than just secret. Uh, over the years it took a long time for this old dog to learn hey dude it wasn't the cold it was indeed the uh water that was saturated with salt mm, interesting. interesting yeah um one thing that i notice when i go into secrets um is the bathrooms the bathrooms smell awesome you know every once in a while you'll get one that's of course got some fresh smell going in it that's not so great but it's it's always overwhelmed by whatever that smell is it's an awesome smell and the people who have been there, I think, know what I'm talking about. What is that smell? It's, I think it might just be clean. I don't know what the smell is. I know there's an orange mixture that they do clean with, and it might smell like oranges or something of that nature. But huh. uh, there's a lot of bathrooms, and it takes a whole team all day to clean everything, including the bathrooms. And then when people leave at 2 o'clock in the morning, we have a cleaning crew that comes in and doesn't leave until the next day when we open. So there's always somebody cleaning in the distillery, in secrets, everywhere. The cleaning is one of the most important things, of course, that we do. 
Gotcha. Wow. One more. We have one more question here, and I asked this as someone. My mom is from Ocean City. They, she has a lot of pride in being from Ocean City. You, you guys' bar is sort of like the, you know, the name that everybody knows. How much pride do you have as an Ocean City person in sort of representing that small town that everyone sort of comes to um, as sort of the main bar that's there, and as as someone that's kind of a representative of of that place? Well, I can put it to you on a monetary basis. Uh, last year because of my pride of secrets and our reputation, uh, because of my love of Ocean City, I was born here. Uh, last year, not everybody listened, not everybody obeyed. Some of the bars were bad, they were bad boys. And uh, they had people, they didn't. Uh, and I could have gone along with that, but I can't do that to Ocean City. I can't do it to Larry Hogan. I can't do it late and more and I can't do it in secret. So I'm very proud of what we've done. My team has done uh, the fact that my management team has stayed with me, you know, upwards of 43 years and the average is probably 20 to 25, 30 years. Uh, it's a team effort. One person cannot do it. And for the team to pull together through the COVID and now with 50% of our employees, trying to do 100%. You know, we're not going to be at full capacity this weekend, uh, not only because of the storm that's coming, but because uh, we will only allow the number of people in that can keep it safe, keep it clean, keep the food coming, keep the liquor coming, and keep the smiles coming. So, you know, it's, it's the utmost thing. You know, you only get one chance to really screw up a great reputation. If we didn't do it last year, we'll never do it. And it's just because of pride, common sense, and honesty. That's awesome to hear. Layton Moore, the owner of Secrets, thanks so much for coming on. I don't think we need to tell anybody to come to your place this weekend, but if people aren't coming, make sure you come. Can't wait to be in Ocean City uh, to see everybody back and, uh, and getting after it. No problem. If you can't get in Secrets, come back. But visit another place in town. They all need the business, and I appreciate it, and they do too. Back to you in the studio. Back on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. Thanks so much to Mr. Leighton Moore for jumping on with us. As we talked about pre-interview, Secret's going to be a fun time. Memorial Day weekend, back to pretty much full strength this weekend, and Secret's will be a very big part of that. And, and anyone that goes out there, make sure to support all those local places um, in Ocean City that, you know, we talked about, we talked so much about the Baltimore impact of the pandemic with local businesses. And we, we talked to, we talked about Jimmy's and, and the Jimmy fund and all those different things, you know, ocean city is in the same, same boat and they only have, they have these small sort of windows where they're making all their money too. You know, you have it on a very on season, a very off season. So hopefully um, most of that has come back and, and, and that place can kind of rebound with the, with a big summer here. That would be nice to see. Um, with that said, we are going to do our starting five and our starting five this week with all that in mind is going to be um, things to do in ocean city. It is that broad, things to do in Ocean City, things about Ocean City, Ocean City things. Things about, I think, just anything Ocean City. Anything regarding Ocean City. Yeah. Anything, anything tangentially to do with Ocean City is in this draft. I have the first pick. Banks, you have the second pick. And RDC, you have the third pick. RDC, draft for eight straight weeks, you've said you have the first pick going in at every draft, and I have to <laughs> inform you that you don't. Um I've also won eight straight weeks. 
I I don't think I won last week. Objectively, I'll say I don't think I won last week. That's me being the bigger man. Check the poll. You didn't even oh, put a poll up. Uh, I yeah, that, yeah. Now, that you're, now you're not. Two weeks ago, the poll was a was a landslide. That's okay. I have the first pick, um, and with the first pick, um, I'm going to take one of my favorite things to do while in Ocean City, and has a lot of versatility in terms of what you can do on it. Uh, I'm taking boating. I'm taking boating with the first pick. You can do tons with boating. You can go out and drink with your friends and boat around all the places. You can, you know, tube and do those different things, water sports, and you can fish. I'm not a big fisherman. I kind of despise fishing, but other <laughs> you people despise like, fishing or do you despise fish? I like fish. Well, I don't like eating fish. I, See, no I don't like touching fish. I like fishing though. I, I just I, I'm I'm as you as you know as you both of you know I am not a I'm not a very like sit still kind of guy so sitting there and just waiting for something to you know jump on the old line not really my thing but I love boat but love me love just riding on the boat and having a, having a beer so I'm taking boating. It's a great pick. I, I actually was prepared to take that because I thought it would be the second pick, um, but boating's an awesome play. It's exactly what you said. It's. It, it and in a, in a place, especially as it relates to Ocean City, it opens up so many doors for you in terms yes, of your, your your level of fun that you can have is so much better than everybody else's on the strip because you're on a boat. Yeah, and you can get into a lot of those places more easily because you're on a boat. I was gonna say, if you're Bayside, yeah, if you're Bayside, it's totally different than Oceanside. There's yeah, there's a lot of things you can do there. Yeah, there's I not mean, there's nothing like pulling up the secrets on a boat. A lot of days you can get from the top of the strip to the end, to the inlet on a boat faster than you can on coastal highway. There's no red lights out there. I believe that. So I a hundred percent believe that probably it's this year more than ever. Probably now. I, I expect to be every boat in the state is going to be out there uh-huh. this weekend, which we love. We do love that. Banksy. I thought the number one overall pick for sure was going to be secrets. And that's what I'm going to take with number two. I mm. think that's a, that's a one, one pick in my opinion, the boats pick is a phenomenal pick as well, but I think it belongs. Number two secrets. Number one pain in the ass pain. In the ass is an all time beverage. Nice and frosty. You barely even taste the booze in it, but boy, will you feel it after two of them. Floater. Um, I've been known to, to f- been known to float. You get the floaters that you have to. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I mean, the nightclub, which Eric has never experienced, is yeah. a fun-ass time. Um, As the kids probably say. my favorite secret scene, to be honest. Um, it's really just an elevated music concert or whatever. But um, even during the day, I mean, we, I think that's what gets the most publicity is day drinking there. Um, and I think we've all done our fair share of that. But uh, combining the first two picks would have been an like an awesome one too, if you could somehow have the first and second pick and take bows mm. and secrets because combining the two and exactly what you alluded to when you can just drop anchor out there um, with all the other boats and just kind of look in at the scene and booze out there with your boys. It's a great time. I was hoping I, I was hoping you would take something else and that, that secrets would fall to me and it would somehow get, I would get a uh, one, one talent at number you know. three. Didn't work out that way. Um, I'm going to go – I mean, that throws me – again, I got all excited. 
Give me, I'll go, and, and this is a popular place. Again, this is where I'd like to spend a lot of the nights. Um, you do secrets during the day. You go home and, and shower, take a nap, a nice sunburn nap. There's nothing like it. You, you, your AC is down to 48, um, and then you head to Fager's at night. Mm. Again, I mean, you can, spread, you can spread the love a lot of places. I'm partial to Fager's. Fager's is good. Uh, it's, it's a nice place. Um, decent food, too, if you're trying to go, but. I mean, you're not gonna go. You're not gonna get a bad drink anywhere in Ocean City, but Fager's we're gonna up. do a lot of free advertising during this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Is, and if there's anyone that wants us to come down and like review their places, yeah, yeah. or like just free cover for the weekend, something um, like that, you know, you know, maybe skip the line. Oh, yeah, any of that stuff. The, yeah, nice. That's VIP. just a free ask. It's just a free ask. RDT, you got another. <laughs> Um, all right, so my second one, I'm going to say sitting on the boardwalk and people watching because mm-hmm. the creatures that come out of the hiding in Ocean City, Maryland are something. I mean, okay. it's, 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 like a, it's like the people of Walmart website in real life where you're, I mean, you, you, could see, you could see just anything down there. The people on the boardwalk, again, are just a different breed species um it's there's something they are something so yeah nothing like posting up on one of the benches and having just a water bottle full of like um burnettes when you're like 19 years old (laughs) and just making fun of everyone that walks by you very loudly and openly so people watching number two i was when we got to uh honorable mention section i was going to bring up like just throw a quick toss out out there like what are the worst things about ocean city and i was gonna say the boardwalk but everything you said about the boardwalk was perfect in terms of just yeah it's people watching is is the the one upside yeah Yeah. if you spend more than a half hour at the boardwalk in ocean city you're doing it wrong that's an interesting take it's just my opinion we'll get to that sure thanks um this is tough this is tough i'm gonna go with old pro i'm gonna go with old pro mini golf uh tons of courses on the strip did a quite bit of it uh in october when i was down there for my my little vacation out there for a month um the uh the indoor course uh, just having the combo where you can go in and out and you get the AC going and everything. Um, so I'm taking old pro specifically, but mini golf as a whole is phenomenal in ocean mm-hmm. city. Yeah. Um, this whole Knicks mini golf has moved in and I don't love it. They also bought Maui golf on 56th street and slapped their name on it. Maui golf is across the street from where I grew up staying in ocean city. And let me tell you, you could pay like $15 and you could play all you wanted all day. And my family would spend the entire day at the beach and I'd just be on a course rolling putts. <laughs> I had the, uh, the, ki- the kids course record at one point at 29. Is that, is that, is that up on the, uh, the clubhouse wall? I haven't been back in a while. Okay. Okay. We'll check that out. When we go this weekend. Sure. Um, mini golf's a great pick. Mini golf is a class. It's a good family thing. It's a good thing to do, you know, to kill some times, you know, with the friends it's competitive. You can do different things, you know, maybe, you know, put some money on the line, everyone can do it. Like you don't have to like be a golfer to play mini golf, obviously. Like you can just be out there and be good at mini golf without having any idea how to play golf. Mini golf's tremendous. Uh, free games, 
free games is an electric factory. When you get a free game, popping that ball into you know like a shark's mouth or something, great <laughs> times. Um, do you have a favorite? The dinosaur course on 68th Street. Mm, so you like the outdoor dinosaur? You don't like the indoor? It's the most indoor outdoor. You weren't a dinosaur guy. The dinosaur game. Uh, the course mm. is is the most most challenging. It's yeah, the, it's, it's good. The indoor course has the big holes. They've got those big tin holes. Yeah. Uh, I'm partial. I have to just give a shout out. We're, we, old pro is certainly the standard. And there's no doubt about that. I don't want to take away anything from old pro with this statement. I, my parents had a house in West ocean city when I was growing up and Baja golf by the go-karts and the outlets was the go-to course in that area. And Baja golf was great. It was just mm. great. Shout out to Baja. Um, Cause it was, it was the Baja go hearts, Baja mini golf. Shout out to Baja just in general. Um, okay. I have the sixth pick. Uh, I'm going to take a classic ocean city thing. I'm taking the beach sitting on the beach. Ooh. Mm. I love the beach. Um, the, the beach is a fun place to just sit and drink. If that's what you want to do. I love body surfing, big body surfing guy going out there, navigating through the kids, you know, <laughs> navigating through the people that are too scared to stick their feet in the water. Those clowns. I've got to rant about them later. Um, I like it getting out there in the water, just feeling the rhythm of the waves. And, and especially when it's decently warm, it's a great time. Um, just love going out there, love body surfing, love sitting on the beach, you know, have a lot of good memories there with my family as a kid. Um, now as an adult, it's a little different because drinking comes into play. So that becomes a lot of your beach experience. Um, but reading on the beach is very fun. If you're looking for a more relaxing afternoon, um, sleeping on the beach is a fun time when you're you know, able to get that right shade and right temperature. There's a lot you can do on the beach. So I'm taking the beach. Taking the beach. Can't beat it. I mean, that's <sighs> why a lot of people go to the beach. Yeah. To go to the beach. It was yeah. going to be another separate conversation where I was just going to say the beach is overrated. We'll get to that too. Um, yeah, I'm taking the beach. And then – I am taking, and I, I, this is the pick I, that I'm looking for a potential interpretation on. Um, just because it's sort of like the beach, but it's not. Just the idea of sitting on the water. So, like, whether that's at, like, a house that's on the water, whether that's at a bar that's on the water. Talking like sitting on your, like, a deck like or a patio on a deck or something. And having the water out in front of you, having the sunset, that's a tremendous feeling that I just like sitting on the water in general. And that's a place you do. That's a thing you do in ocean city that I, I mean, you can do that in Baltimore, I guess, but I like it in ocean city. You can do it on the Bay. You can do it on the, the ocean side. You just got the water out there in front of you. So I'm taking I, sitting on the water. I, I, I feel like you're just combining your last two picks. <laughs> there, that's a separate thing though. That's a separate thing. I, I'm talking RDT is, is right. It's like, I, I, I know what you're saying. Like, it's like we have a house on the water. You just yeah. sit out there and just look at the water or like you're in a hotel. Yeah. And you just have like the ocean front, yeah, the uh, ocean front little, you know, patio. I, 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 how do you like the views? I like the, what do you mean? What do you mean? In terms of, we're talking phraseology here. I don't know what you're asking me. Would you prefer it if we were to just phrase it as the views? Um, but that i guess i mean mm. i guess i guess i just like i just feel like let's go sit let's go like sit outside on the water that is something that is said now i like the idea of that when you're like like again it's that in between you're at the bar during the day <laughs> you're the going beaches. out at night 
you're all showered <laughs> you're having beers before you go out beers on the patio beers on the deck yeah. or something like yeah, that going like, to the beach is sitting by the water <laughs> yeah but this isn't but 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 the beach there's has two a different go, like there's two I'm different with you taylor here there's two different there's two different ideas of a time at play here I'm getting a different feeling from both of those experiences. This is why I said it was up for interpretation. Mm. I, I'm, I'm on your I'm, side, Taylor. I, 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 I'm picking up what you're putting it down. It sounds like it's two out of three. Yeah, no, it's fine. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm it's taking just, it. It's funny the, to me that it's the <laughs> same pick. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's different picks. Different yeah, picks. Taylor's fourth pick sitting on a dock. <laughs> All right. Mm. Thanks. Uh, thinking about a little variety here. I'm going to take crab bag. It's my favorite spot to just go and hang out and sit somewhere other than by the water and uh, enjoy <laughs> some beers. And hey? I think the wings are fantastic. there. uh stinging honey, garlic, low key underrated. Um, I'm not a big crab picker, but I love the activity of just sitting around with a group of friends and just, just digging into some it's a good social activity it's such a great social activity and a place like crab bag is just so i don't know minimalistic it's just picnic tables and they put down that good um paper on the tables and all that and they just dump the crabs dump the shrimp whatever it might be right on the table there um just that communal style of just hanging out and drinking some beers with friends or doing whatever you're doing i think is an awesome time and uh they got kino they got kino at uh Mm. And that's always a good time. Um, to just sitting at the bar doing Kino on like a weeknight if you're in Ocean City. I like the bag. Bag is a good place. I almost took the I almost took it number two, just uh herbal number three, and then tried to trade secrets for it. But <laughs> RDT, you got two. Um ba-ba-ba-bum. give me I like I, I like the drive down to to Ocean City. I think it's all, it's a nice drive. Interesting. It's, 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 it's not too long. It's not too short. Like you can, it's good for like a Spotify playlist or two, maybe two and a half, maybe three big booty mixes. <laughs> um, you can fit them in, you know, you drive over the, over the bridge. You're going by Chesapeake college. You're doing all that. You're stopping at Wawa's you're stopping at a, I love a good, what's your Wawa to stop at? Mm. Ooh. I got mine. It's just an easy, easy. It's such pick. a lock. I mean, I like, I like the one next near the McDonald's before you go over the bridge. I stock up there. I get my Slim Jim. I get my Sunflower. Wow. I get a YooHoo and a Coke, and then I go. Because it, because once I get over the bridge, I don't want to stop. Okay. No. Thanks. It's. I. I think it's the same one he's talking about. It's the Wawa that is like on the little pullout, like the little. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on before the, side, the bridge. Side road. Yeah. I hate that pick. It's it, it, it's either the Eastern or the Cambridge Wawa. But it's again, those, if I'm not, I don't, I don't I, want to say Wawa. Straight shot. I don't take Route 50 the whole way like a plebe. The, when you stay in West Ocean City, that's what you had to do. That's what I did as a kid. You yeah, guys, that's what wow. you do to get to West Ocean City. But they're like where the real folks in Ocean City where they okay. stay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you take 404 and you cut through to Delaware. The real folks. Yeah, you cut through another state to get to, get to Ocean it's, City the shortest point between two That's points horrible. or whatever is a line uh, or whatever that bullshit the drive down is an interesting pick because like if it's the if it's like a short time like if it's the normal time it's great because 
you kind of you're in the rhythm of what you're doing mm-hmm. if there's any traffic it sucks yeah so it like can go very poorly very quickly especially and, if that's on the bridge yeah oh i mean i'm afraid of heights so the worst thing yeah. me and my buddy after us like like perfect example like me and my buddy a couple years ago had a softball game ended at 10 o'clock at night and we headed straight down the week before fourth of july we drove down that night and again, no traffic, but we're driving over the bridge and my buddy knows I'm terrified of heights. And he looks over and goes like, ah, you know, we wouldn't even die if we fell from this height, which that did not cool. Me oh, that's brutal. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I'm not, I'm, I'll say this, we're going down um, to, to another beach down there. I don't want to give anything away um, for the 4th of July week. You're, you're, hoping, like, you're hoping people don't, don't crash your party. Well, no, I just don't want to take pick. I don't want to give away picks. It's a pick. It could be. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, okay, no. okay, okay, yeah. I, me, a man of of scholar and integrity, sure, you normally do give, give away, away a pick every week. I haven't done it in two done. weeks. Yeah, you have not. Um, and and we're leaving on July third, so that is not a drive that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's trying to debate cool. if we leave at five a.m. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so give me the drive down, and this goes with it. And I know this this will probably kick Banks right in the right in the the dick. We're doing Bay games. Okay. Uh, Again, it's, it kind of I think goes it's an archive. I don't think they do it anymore. But they yeah, do not but do it anymore. No, but it's still, I mean, it's a, and again, it's part of the drive down where you got the Bay games. There are some, oh. some blogs that I think we wrote back in the day that got dev nested that mm-hmm. are like, I wish I could go back and reread them. Cause it was, I thought it was really good stuff and it was off topic. We, we were a little more off color, I guess, maybe back then. I don't mm-hmm. know, but. Writing that blog on the Bay Games, one of my favorite blogs I've ever written. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's. They, they were the best. They were so much fun, and miss them. We miss them very much, very dearly. We do. I mean, it was like they gave you coloring books. It was like mazes. It was, you could, it was really cool. The stickers, stickers the blue and the stickers. stickers yep. For when you see certain things along the way. Yep. Um, God, it was sweet. If if, if whoever wants to, if if you're gonna like, take down, if you want to run for governor and you want to bring back Bay Games got my vote yeah just saying thanks i like both of those picks um let's see so far i've got secrets i've got um old pro crab bag i'm gonna take the bus the bus is a simple concept the strip itself i saw that cringe there taylor um not a man of the people um (laughs) Two different yeah, experiences. One, one. Strip. People who sit on the water ride the bus. No way. <laughs> How do you think they get to the water? Um, bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coastal highway, one strip. Um, simple road. Uh, you know, you pay. Used to pay, I think, one dollar. Might it became two? Maybe it's three or four now. But you pay that. You get your ticket for the entire day. And Ocean City is your playground. Um, so if you want to go do like do bar hopping and hit a bunch of different spots, that's an option. When I was younger, I would go from mini golf place to mini golf place. Just fun things like that. It just kind of like as a as a teenager or someone who was younger, like it just opened a lot of doors to experience a lot more. Of Ocean City, and so the bus overall, it's it's sweet. You could not pay me to, enough to be a bus driver. <laughs> oh god! The people de- have it. I mean, the bus flips. 
Like, I was I was almost you gonna a big butt. Were you a big? I was gonna say I was the big, big egg, egg on the guy to do the bus flips. I yeah. was awesome at, at convincing people to do bus flips. <laughs> just in the hand behind your your mouth and just like bus flip. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like seeing your first bus flip and being like, oh, oh my yeah, God, there it is. <laughs> the hype, I saw it. The hype behind a good bus flip. When somebody uh, goes for multiple, oh man. <laughs> oh man, I'm I don't saying. think Taylor I, even knows what we're talking about. No, I absolutely do. The bus stinks. That's a horrible pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just a horrible pick. The bus experience is horrible. Cal- Calvert Hall um, guys do not. No, they do. Just they're just not me. Jimbo loves the bus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a pick! Makes uh, a lot of sense, doesn't it? I've got. <laughs> yeah, he's a, a Calvert Hall guy. I've got, I got two uh, here to finish my team. Um, I'm not taking, neither has to do with the water. I'm going to take golfing first, Um, specifically a shout out to Acid Tea Greens, the best part three course on the East Coast um, with the best double decker range on the East Coast. I think that's double decker range. Maybe it's not. Um, I think it is. um, For a facility that certainly needs that. What what a What a facility. (laughs) What a facility. I know Banks loves ST Greens. You can play it like 45 minutes. Uh, it's just tremendous. But the, there's good golf around there in general. Um, and as I've now gotten into my golfing years here over the last two years, uh, that is now an enjoyable part for me of going to Ocean City. And uh, something I do with my dad and my friends, including you, Banks. Um, RDT, I got to play with you out there now. Um, so I'm taking golfing. I had to get an ST Green shot out in there. So that's pretty much the reason I took that. And uh, my last one, and this, I'm sorry, I have to do this. I would be remiss if I did not. Uh, the, my entire mom's side of the family is from Ocean City. So I have to take the Townsend family as my fifth favorite thing about Ocean City. Dr. Francis J. Townsend Sr., Ocean City's first physician. Dr. Francis J. Townsend Jr., my grandfather, Ocean City's second physician, served all of Ocean City's medical years. For essentially like a century long period of time, little under a century. Shout out to my mom and her twin sister and their I'm sorry, brother. You're, you're drafting yeah. your family tree. I'm I'm drafting my family being from there because I've got a lot of talk about pandering. I've got a lot of pride for Ocean City. I'm a pa- I mean, there's probably no one in my family even listens to this thing, but I'm taking with that, that attitude. My cousin Sophie, Anna, Jack, and Sarah, Grace. Oh my god. Taking gosh. them all. The Ocean City clan, West Ocean City, freaking shout out to Lil Townsend, grandmother, freaking legends. I love Ocean City. So I'm taking the Townsend family, best family in Ocean City, even though not many of them live there anymore because people just go away and, and, and things happen. But <laughs> made a lot of impact on that city. Atlantic General, Atlantic General, a lot of impact. There's, there's a reason there's hospitals there. It's because of my mom's side of the family. There you go, Townsend family. Represent. I like the pick. I can't. You can't knock yeah. it. Yeah, a lot of conviction behind that pick as well. Yeah, you got to respect that. Yeah, you can't knock it at all. Um, my last one. Uh, uh no, thanks. My last one. one. Gosh, I got so many that I want to take. I'm gonna take Ocean Downs. I love going and watching the ponies, whether it be the. I thought the, that was going to go earlier for the me. simulcast or um, or watching the trotters themselves. I just love the entire vibe that is going into the track and seeing the degenerates in there, um, seeing how big the font is on their iPhones. I love it. I love every <laughs> second of it. 
All righty. My last one. Oh, there's, I mean, give me, give me getting kicked out of senior week 30 minutes into your stay. <laughs> because there's always, exactly there's always a group happens. of kids at every single high there's school exactly what happened to us. <laughs> oh yeah we were we got our keys at midnight and at uh, 12 30 we were asked to hand them back they said you guys are too drunk wow. uh, you will drive out in the morning 32nd of bay uh bayside next to jolly rogers do not stay there because it is a trap it is that's hilarious <laughs> they will kick you out and they will rent your room the next day that is so good did they, I mean, did they, collect, from salty did they collect from you guys? Jolly Roger. Wait, what? you you signed up to go to Jolly Roger for your to, for lodging. No, he's, they say no, by no, Jolly no. Roger. It literally like Jolly Roger. I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, oh, I know I'm what sorry. you're talking about. Yeah, it's like this place, I guess, is like known for renting to seniors that night knocking on the door and being like, you guys have to like for us, they were like, Oh, you yeah. have too many people in there. We had like we had a suite which held like 10 and we had like 12 people in there and they were like, you guys have too many people. Oh, it smells like drugs. It smells like alcohol. You guys. So we literally, we, we finished drinking that night had to give our keys back in the morning, moved all our shit out. And then me and three friends, two friends were trying, everyone kind of split off and we were trying to find a place to stay. We couldn't find a place to stay. So that night, the official first night of senior week, we were like, well, we don't have a place to stay. We're just going to go home. And so we, I had 10 thirties in my car that were split between 10 of us or whatever and we were giving them to our buddy because me and my two friends were just going to drive home the second i popped my trunk in one of the alleys to give the uh beer back to our buddy like whoop whoop cop lights and everything we had to dump out 10 30s got citations uh, we were literally wow. trying to we were trying to leave ocean city we were like no we're giving the beer back and they were like doesn't matter you guys you guys have to pour out all these beers and I you guys cut- drove back no, we stay, We ended up staying. Then our friends were like, oh, you guys could stay. And we are like, thanks, guys. Like, a little too late. So that was a fun 40 hours of community. I love service. that you took that specific <laughs> instead of taking all of senior week and then telling the story. That's well, how mean, convicted yeah. you were. Of t- the whole senior week was a, it's a, it was a long uh, – we ended up kicking these girls out of their house and <laughs> being like, being like if, you guys, if you guys kick us out, we're going to call the cops and tell them that your mom bought them all the alcohol. <laughs> so the girl's like, I don't want to stay here. <laughs> so we, I slept in the master bedroom. It was a great time. Jesus. Wow. We went to Scope's party. <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, okay. <laughs> what, a, what a draft. I took um, boating the beach sitting on the water, golfing, <laughs> and the Townsend family. <laughs> Banks took Secrets, Old Pro, Crab Bag, The Bus, and Ocean Downs. RD2 took Fagers, Boardwalk People Watching, The Drive Down, Bay Games, and Getting Kicked Out of Senior Week 30 Minutes In. That's one of the most diverse drafts of all the drafts right there. You, you didn't have to say The Bus like that. The Bus. Um, the Bus uh honorable mentions sandbar i had that as well great karaoke bar uh senior week was definitely one of the ones i was considering for my last pick uh, anthony's liquors I had that oh well. yeah i had a great deli even just yeah. like seeing the sign as you're going down coastal highways just kind of brings joy to my heart mm-hmm. and they've got see, great I've deli seen, meats in there seeing kids try and pull uh hey misters 
like in the uh in the parking in the yeah parking. i had yeah. I, I had scopes it just i had i, had, <laughs> I almost said scopes parties and just watching scopes people try to do that job is just a fun thing to watch on the beach my my mom has been spending like hours to try and communicate with the people at scopes this is like in the past year uh trying to get negatives or somehow have negatives creative of the pictures in the scopes so that she can blow them up and have them as full-size photos are the is this is like a, a mission that is she's the quality been good enough for that to occur I don't, I don't think so i don't think so either good for her for trying yeah i had a friend who the the scopes people obviously kept like oh you guys want it my buddy had a full like sub sandwich put his clothes on laid down in the water and had them take the scopes people take pictures of him eating a sub while the waves were crashing down on him and he tried to just make it like as uncomfortable as he could for them and of course the pictures turned out like absolutely hilarious and the, the scopes people were very very confused by that but it was done um, i said h2o I, I was hoping to get a rise out of people for that because <laughs> I've never gone there. What a controversial thing. My pivot on the whole what sucks about Ocean City was H2O was going to be high on that list. And then H2OI was going to be higher. Um, Okay, we'll get through this one. I'll mention you can get to your what uh, we have. I think we all have some what sucks about Ocean City. Uh, I had Fisher's Popcorn on there as an honorable mention. I thought you were saying that sucks. No, no, no. Thrasher's Fries, fantastic. Um, I like the rides at the end of the Boardwalk Trimpers rides. It's like, old school stuff down there that's cool like when you're mm-hmm. a kid that's fun like really far up um towards like like you know like first through whatever you know 10th street um i had go-karts i had go-karts um i also had arcades they have good arcades those arcades mm-hmm. on the boardwalk are good arcades they have a lot of good games in there yeah. um the multiple different ones and uh, i think that's it for me I had I had owning games on the boardwalk, like like demolishing little kids at those games. Yeah, the, there's good boardwalk games. Like there are yeah, good boardwalk games. They're fun. Again, like I, you can't spend too much time on the board. I think you do one lap down, and most then back of the time up just, and you're done. there's just too many people, so it's yeah. like not enjoyable because it's just so packed. Yep, yep. Um, I had Ripley's. Ripley's is always fun. You go every I don't know once a year, like when you're down there. It's always interesting. Nah. Um, nah. I had, I had <laughs> there's just no way i had uh driving up to rehoboth which is where we always stay rehoboth and dewey like uh see that would have been i would not have let that pit go see i won't it's not the best part of ocean city well no. i think the best part of ocean city is staying in rehoboth going down to ocean city for the day <laughs> and then going back up to rehoboth like yeah, that's horrible um i fractured prune shuby. delicious yeah yeah that's um, such a shooby move fractured prune's good though Uber bagel, and then That's I had um good. Uber bagel. Oh, Uber bagel, so good. <laughs> yeah, delicious. Um, and I had a uh, stop Assateague Island on the way down. Like just stopping there for the. It's always a good time that Assateague Island. Uh, we used to I also had uh, turtles and all that. I also had just West Ocean City in general because that's where all my family lived. So I had um, uh, the and people people like the outlets. I don't know where I stay on the outlets. It is kind of is what it is. It, yeah. Whatever. I had like an outlet just because. Yeah, honorable mention that outback out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good call. I've been there. I think maybe multiple occasions. That's funny. That's a very, <laughs> very funny one. <laughs> yeah, outback. Oh my god. Um, oh, um, I had one more. Uh, oh, I got a bunch dumpsters. more. 
Dumpsters is one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. choice. Dumpsters. Dairyland. I mean, yep. yeah, Dairy I love the, just the term Dairyland. Dairyland is very good. Yeah, it's a good uh, MR Ducks. Yep. Duck Calls. Classic, uh, classic dad golf bar type thing. Uh, Kirby's, kind of a towny spot. Great wings. You like Kirby's, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Kirby's guy. Uh, Mackey's was close to Mackey, being taken. Yes. That was I, I actually put Mackey's ahead of Fager's. Um, oh, also, I meant to slip this in, the Fager's thing. Fager's is where I went after the Titans beat the Ravens in the regular season, and then I ate an entire prime rib on camera without uh, saying a word. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> $20 prime rib oh, Sunday night. What a, dark, what a dark time. Yeah. Um, I had Green Turtle. It's the original out there. Yep. I had Daiquiri's, mm-hmm. no doubt. Um, forgot about it. I forgot to put Green Turtle down. It's a good call. We played yeah, a, We really played cool. the coldest round of Golden Tea in the history of America <laughs> a couple of years ago at, at the second floor with no one in the bar. No one in it there. It was 50 degrees in there. Um, I was specifically going to take Lighthouse Sound as opposed to golf as a whole. Mm. Very general pick on your part, but kind of kind of a veteran play. Um, and I had Sensations. Well, which one? Sensations or, worth or, a or mention. Them? That's the joke. Or Candy Kitchen. You could throw that yeah. in too. The Candy Kitchen. No, I mean Sensations is good. Like, my brother, my brother has to like stop at everyone because he thinks that there's same thing with like the shitty t-shirt shops because he thinks there's different things in each one. The place you <laughs> no, have to stop in is of Ocean City is the Kite Loft. That place is sick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have like cool stuff in there. Sensations. I- I'm sorry, I-, I hate to do this. Sensations it's is the, a joke. Just, that's a joke yeah. of it. It's a free hermit crab oh, okay, with the purchase okay, of okay. a cage. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were being serious for a <laughs> second. Yeah, you buy that baby shark in the glass and like the alligator. <laughs> yeah. and it's sick. Shark tooth necklace. Uh, yeah, they, else? they set the the tie dye trend before it was cool. <laughs> Lifeguard sweatshirt. Hello. Yeah. Ever heard of it? Um, we should do like create a business that designs dumb shirts for sensations. I want to know that's an interview I would love to do. Like the people that the sensation CEO that they know are going to like a place like sensations where they're just trying to like prey off. Tourists. What is their margin? Like, what is their, what are they even? I don't know. For? I don't know. Those shirts have to be the lowest quality shirts in America. It has to be a front. Yeah. It has to be honoring it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Merchandise. Yeah. Buy yeah. cash for <laughs> A lot of cash. The building is the yeah. buildings are massive. The, the ceiling is massive, like thirty-five feet tall. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. That is worth yeah. so much money in Ocean yeah, City, and they're true. trying yeah. to cut just sell four-dollar t-shirts yeah. <laughs> and like two-dollar towels that are yeah. like, like this. I'm doing that. Yeah, it's right. like it's like a toilet like a big, paper. Like biggest the, big in my iPhone yeah. Plus or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think of what else. The Russians at all the uh, sub shops. Oh, belly busters, probably worth a mention. <laughs> Taylor's face lit up with something. Well, I think there's like a. I don't know how to say this without sounding like a weirdo. There's like a. <laughs> there's like a time where they like they you know they bring in like the European exchange people to like work uh-huh. at all these places like from like Serbia mm. and all these places. Slavia, a lot of Slavias, Yugoslavia. Yeah. Yeah. Blah blah and, blah. And high school, t- I mean, they were just a lot of like pretty girls from Serbia walking around working these places, and that was that was for when you're in high school. Like, a little oh. cash register crush on the on the girl down at dumpsters. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know how to say that without. It's, but it's just true. I, I just, get that you. Was a thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So, oh, R.I.P. Tubbies. 
Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome place. Now it's a fucking bank. The best is always like one of the like your your <laughs> drunk your drunk walk back. Well, in, in Brian's case, the the bus back, but like the drunk walk back from Secrets to your hotel. It, I mean, it's it's like a land. It's like I'm a walking distance, baby. It's a war zone out there when you leave. Yeah. Like you leave Secrets at like three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon, and you're stepping over bodies. Like there's pee everywhere. <laughs> The, uh, I'm just thinking of them as we go, like the idea of just like <laughs> you and your buddies, like walking into a surf shop and trying not to like trying to act like, you know, about like, you know, like surf culture. Like you're like, Oh, <laughs> oh like, you got this wax. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I'm at, uh, oh yeah, dude, bro. <laughs> oh, sex wax. Yeah. It's funny. Dude, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> you get some pitted, bro. Oh my god! Like walking to like endless summer, like right by, uh, <laughs> right by, uh, like that, like yellow shack, right by um, Castle on the Sand, and you're just like, oh yeah, like let me see if I can get you know a skimboard. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you, you probably don't. It's also it. the most intimidating thing walking in there, like knowing you don't know anything. Don't know anything. They know the second you walk in, like, no, you don't know anything. This fucking it's kid. So good. Get like, the hell out of my shop. Or like, or like Caicos or something. And you just there's like real surf stuff, and then stuff clearly geared for like tourist trap people that just like want to walk into a surf. Yeah, you're like, I'm looking for something, <laughs> and they're like, Well, we have the four hundred dollar boards right here, or you can get this one for thirty. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. How about you? Uh, how about you look at the and you're like trying to make sure you say bodyboard instead of boogie boards. So you don't look like a shooby or whatever. <laughs> you say boogie board, you just put your yeah, head down and leave. Like, let me get the, let me get that hard. Let me, let me make sure I get that hard uh, body uh, bodyboard. Oh, by the way you taking like your favorite thing about the beach being body surfing when you're a glasses guy crazy there couldn't well, be a more the, reckless activity for somebody well, that's, glasses. Thing. that's me living on the wild side not wearing glasses just <laughs> oh, oh that's trying to, taylor trying to maneuver west side through, taylor maneuver through like eight-year-olds they're like oh i can't get in this water <laughs> like okay get I, I gotta get to that get do you have any more favorite things uh i feel like i had thought of them and forgot a couple of them all right i gotta have have one worst thing about ocean city that i have to go on a rant about these people that go to the beach and act like the ocean is like walking into lava like get a grip and go in the water (laughs) like standing standing for us like shredders out there trying to body surf like absolute (laughs) absolute studs like you can't be (laughs) you can't be standing there five feet deep into the water being like oh my gosh look at this you know six inch wave that's like knocking me over like figure it out and either sit on the beach or go into the water and make an effort to actually be aware of your surroundings i i that is it's such like a like a snobby beach thing but for people maybe that just don't go to the beach that much in their lives you know like go in there the water's fine have a good time like don't act like, you know, you're going to die of poisoning by like, you know, getting hit by a wave. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And it hurts my ability to have fun. So figure it out, people. This summer, any listeners, you're one of those like, ooh, I don't know. I can't stick my toe into the water. It's just a little chilly. Jump in. Just jump. Go run it. The best thing to do, just sprint in and just jump at the highest wave you can find and just embrace it. Just embrace the grind of being out there. I could have done uh, people annoy me so, the waves too. Those people annoy me so much. We can just stand in there. And then I like, you know, body surf, you know, like down towards like, you know, cause I'm, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. So I go, I go and I like, I pop up and people look at me like I'm a lunatic and maybe I am. I'm a 20 now I'm going to be 29 year old guy body surfing. Like I'm in high school, but like, 
just, you know, get out of my way. Get out of my way. <laughs> you see Taylor on the beach this summer, don't say hi. Get out of his way. No, or come have fun. Let's go out there. Let's go what out if there. They're and, sure like about said, the water, don't pussyfoot around it. Don't pussyfoot around. Either be in or out. Either be either go in for a second and be like, oh, I can't do this, and just sit on the beach. Don't like dawdle. The dawdlers get me. <laughs> they just straight up get me. Can't handle it. Bunch it's of like lollygaggers. Bunch of lollygaggers. It's one of my big. It might. It's up there with with bar TV management in my pet. Oh people. no! It's Ooh, wow. way way up. There. We're almost. We're almost there. <laughs> we're, all, we're getting there. That might be next week after we experience it this weekend. <laughs> it might set me off. You know it's going to be bad in Ocean yeah. City. There's no <laughs> way. It's going to be good. They're going to have TNT reruns after the Thursday night NBA games rolling into Friday and be losing. <laughs> my mind um, <laughs> uh so that's my that's my one of my worst things about ocean city and there's a variety of things that aren't great about ocean city but that i didn't really city. get get into the h2oi thing but i yeah. think i might have in a previous episode did i go off about that i don't think so i don't know but it's it's just a weekend where everybody with the stupid cars that just try to make as much noise as possible oh, go down the same weekends, Tokyo drift style cars. Try not to say the wrong oh, thing. Oh, that's the it. worst. That is the worst. It is the worst. That's it's the, the worst. worst you've that's ever it, been yeah, there. Yeah. That's a great call. Yeah. I just. No, I'm that gonna, is. I'm going to get people, really worked up if I start talking about it. Those so. people, that whole thing is just ridiculous. They that deserve was, all the bad things in life. It is just so ridiculous. Like, have a little respect for anybody. Like the captain's cup. Yes. It's especially the captain's cup, especially the captain. We're taking different routes back from lighthouse sound because like people on the, I mean, the whole thing was just, yep. yep. <laughs> respect, respect the people playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. RDT, do you have anything, any pet peeves about ocean city? Um, I was going to say, you said the drive is a good I was going to say people I, come down from Rehoboth. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy. By the way, DJ Stewart just hit a massive fucking dong wow. with a A plus bat flip and watch it fly. He did, that was a did you just read off your own blog title that you're gonna write? No, no, but <laughs> that was a I'm talking he watched 411. I'm saying he, he I, watched it and gave it one of these and shoved I, it. Can I make a statement here? I yeah. love DJ Stewart, seems like a nice guy. I'm not sure you can bat flip bat in 202. Um, <laughs> when you see how he did this, oh my right, God. I'll, I'll watch. I won't judge DJ right now. I'll well, watch. yeah, I when should, you see I it in 40, when you see, see it, it in 45 if he, if seconds, he really, if he really hammered it out of there, I mean, this was, this was oh, a, no, wait, I can't see it in 45 seconds. I'm up watching on Fubo TV on my fire stick and I have no way to watch Madison. I don't know if I've talked about that on the podcast before. Hmm. Um, once so once this this video is out, it'll be all over my timeline. So, right. um, oh, uh, yeah. Um, things I don't like about Ocean City. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Like we. I. I. I don't go down again that much. I mean, we. We. We're Rehoboth, Dewey. You know, mm, such Delaware people. No, I mean, I go. To, I go down with my family, with with my two. You know, my cousins and all that, and we. We used to go to Outer Banks. <laughs> the World Body Surfing Championships. I don't. I don't know who tweeted that. That's. That would say. Uh, <laughs> who's listening in to tweet that one? <laughs> I don't know. I think the intern is. Uh, was was. Wow, I never know when he's listening. Crazy man. Um, wow. He, I would, I, we really don't know. Can't believe how uh, how uh, how <laughs> how little uh, body surfing videos there are on Twitter right now. It's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> it's almost like no one cares to do it. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they know to stay out of your way. Um, no, I don't. I mean, I don't really have much. It's Ocean City. I mean, it's you know. Yeah, the good outweighs. Don't, don't the go bad. down during a car week or whatever. Yeah, you definitely you just gotta stay away from that that whole situation. The overall congestion at times is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, just to like navigate. Yeah. it's like getting into the bars this weekend is gonna be a show. That's what I was. I almost said like going down during like holidays like that because again, it's like for you guys who have houses down there it makes sense because you guys are down there like i i would never get a hotel and go down for memorial day week i think that's a tremendous call like i just i would never and i believe the last tweet you know it's funny the last tweet on my first twitter account that got suspended was like something like don't be a simpleton and go down to ocean city um on memorial day weekend if you don't have a house it was something like that so like that's having an ability to like get away from the madness exactly if you're like oh i have a house let's go there instead of like, oh, I have a shitty house at the Sunrise Motel in between the Pirate Bar and this place. Like, yeah, you have to have an escape or like to be able to go somewhere. And that's, again, I mean, like I have, obviously if you have a house like down there, like you guys, it's, that's the ideal situation, but I would never be like, hey, let's, let's pay four times a hotel room and, and wait 45 minutes to get into Green Turtle or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's uh Correct. Very true. Uh, good draft. Shout out to Ocean City. Great place. And uh, I hope everyone that's going down Memorial Day weekend has fun or goes down at all this summer um, as uh, it comes back to life. And uh, me and Banks will be down there this weekend. So, you know, maybe mm-hmm. we'll run into, maybe we'll run into some listeners. We'll be around. Yeah. Um, Nick Kanner Medley, Maryland, person of the week. Banks. Phil Mickelson. It's got to be yep. Phil. That's no. a lock of a pick. It's probably the biggest lock I've had. That isn't just a directly related Ravens or Maryland type thing. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just an incredible story. I, I don't know that the the casual sports fan has a true appreciation for just how down and out of it. Phil really was in the sport. Like he was pretty much, he would not have been in the tournament if it wasn't for the fact that he won this tournament a decade ago, a decade plus ago. Like he had just as much reason to be in it as Sean McKeel and and John Daly. Yeah, like why his, Yang? Yeah, these these recent his recent play was dog shit, and I had more or less written him off as like, hey, like that win at Pebble a couple of years ago, like, hey, that's that was probably the last one. He's you know already working his way into the Champions Tour. Um, so I mean, he's playing on the Old Man Tour, and he just won a major. Like it's crazy. Um. It is an incredible story. It felt like he was rolling into the stage of his career like Fred Couples had for five or six years where every year at Augusta, every two years at Augusta, he would maybe, you know, hold the first round lead or kind of be in contention after 36 holes and it would be nice. And it's like, oh, it's Phil. You know, he dominates on the Champions Tour and he's entertaining in the media and we're just all waiting for him to just be on TV. That was almost the narrative within the last years. It was like look, everyone yeah. was just waiting for Phil to take the lead analyst job and for CBS to just give it to him and get Faldo out of there. <laughs> um, not that Faldo's horrible, but it just Phil had done it one time. He's a revelation. That he, he, We were waiting for him to be Romo, I, I think. Yeah. And for him to go out and win that thing and the scene at that place, you know, as SVP well, nicely said, they broke contain on all of the volunteers <laughs> and, and got around the course and – Kepka had some nice, you know, heelish Kepka comments about his knee getting banged by the fans. Like, mm-hmm. thanks for coming, Brooks. You'll never be beloved like this. You just never will be. 
And uh, that was special. That was really cool. I must have said this is sick like 40 times while I was watching it. Yeah. Banks, your, your tweet was spot on. The uh, uh, Phil Mickelson ended COVID. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, it's, it yeah, was yeah. over. Like, over. That, was, that was it. That was the final straw. Like, we'll talk to you, COVID. I was at softball and I saw, I, I got home and I saw that tweet because I had missed the, the, the final holes and all that. And I saw that tweet and then saw the videos and I was like, all right, now I know. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Like, I, I, I had put two and two together. Like, yeah, that's what he's talking about. We like to talk a lot of sometimes we like to talk, it's some inside baseball TV stuff here. This drone situation in golf coverage is revolutionizing the angles they can get at some of these courses. And it made a huge difference at this one because that sweeping one they had over the water of the crowd following Phil yep. back towards the rest of the course is a shot they could not have gotten last year or two years or the last time they were at this course. And it right. was sick. It was so cool. So yeah, that stuff was, was that's just going to continue. I'm going to take Kiowa for honorable mention. If you guys aren't taking it, like the course take was it. amazing. Was yeah. it like since we're just talking about it now, just like that place, I like the logistically. I wrote an entire blog about this. That place needs to be a major championship venue every five years. Um, I don't care if it's a PGA, I don't care if it's US Open, I don't care if it's a Ryder Cup, I don't care if it's President's Cup, I don't care if it's NCAA championships. Something's got to be there. That course USAM. has to be on TV more. Anything, anything at all, that course needs to be on TV so much more. Uh, I know the logistics suck in terms of getting off and on the island, and and it's just like kind of pain in the ass but that course is just too gorgeous and like too it was the right amount of challenging the wind was a superstar out there it did its job um I, the tournament was one of the best tournaments i think i've ever watched really good tournament really good tournament very well and a and an incredibly memorable champion um who slayed you know cold-blooded killer brooks kepka who just got beat straight up beat by a 50 year old man it was incredible him out driving him, hit, hit him at 366 after Brooke hit, Brooks hit at 361 was awesome. <laughs> yeah. RDT. Um, I am going to take again, like we talked, not much went on. I'll take Adley, game tying bomb with two outs in the ninth yesterday, like another over 400 foot bomb. The, the little guys are fun to watch, the, not the little guys, but the. The younger guys, uh, everyone down in the minors is just slaying. Uh, pitching is awesome. Hitting has been great. Jordan Westberg has walked like 25 times in 12 games. Like, I think I saw uh, single A, double A, and triple A are all leading um, their leagues in walks, which is pretty, which is pretty sick. Um, I don't know. There's not much. I got Adley. Tanner Scott's about to blow this lead, by the way. Um, yeah. I will take um, – we talked about this before recording for a second. I will take um, the Maryland baseball team who has gone on a outrageous run over the last about month and a half. Um, they have won six consecutive series. They've swept three consecutive. They've won 21 out of 27. Um, and they're now 25th in the country and looking on the, the verge of their first NCAA tournament bid since 2017. So shout out to – head coach Rob Vaughn, Matt Swope, who's a friend of us, um, and the rest of the coaches at Corey Mascara, Anthony Papio, all those guys, very happy for them, and uh, they deserve it. They work really hard, and all those guys have – are about to do something that Maryland baseball has a very low amount of history. Everyone now remembers these two Super Regionals. That is essentially – and the tournament in 2017, before that, you go back to the 70s and there's some stuff, and besides that, Maryland has been one of the worst programs in Power 5 in baseball. So – um, it's a, a major accomplishment to get that program in the NCAA tournament. So shout out to those guys. It looks like that will happen. 
on Memorial Day for the selection show. So I'm excited to watch that while I'm down in Ocean City. Um, Thanks. I know uh, you commented on it, but I love every year when that anniversary of the Florida State kid. Yes, the Florida State oh, yeah. Yeah, hitting six <laughs> runs and swope is so turning around and looking the, at the ball head over the fence it, it, with like the Bentley sign or whatever the cornerstone sign, one of them too. It's so funny in the in the yeah, it's ridiculous. It's at classic. The, then called Shipley Field, now Bob Terrell Smith Stadium. Bandbox. I mean, it kind of is now, yes, it but is. it was with those bats back then. The fences back a little bit, and there's now a batter's eye in play in center that keeps that out a little bit. But yes, it is a very much a band box. Different. That's the bats are the biggest difference, though. Yes, correct. But it's still a band. I mean, it's still short. Like compared yeah, to you sure. go to other college baseball team, it's short. And yeah. like when it's warm, the ball just flies out of there. Yeah. Um, watched Indiana hit a lot of home runs against us in one game, like six or seven. Um. So yeah, Maryland baseball honorable men- or excuse me. Mine. Any honorable mentions? I, Kiowa was also going to be mine. That was a sweet course. So I'll just yeah. throw my hat in the ring for Kiowa as well. RDT, anything? No, I don't think so. Again, mm-hmm. it's a slow week. I don't. I yeah. Don't I got nothing. Uh, I got the Vegas Knights. Um, you know, they're in position here to move on to the second round. And the Avalanche is probably the best team in the league next to the Knights. And it's going to be a series of the year. I have one more. I'm going to take Maryland. I just have to continue to stand for my <laughs> employer here. Um, Maryland uh, men's lacrosse beats Notre Dame, heads to the final four. Great game. Great oh, yeah. game. Tremendous game. Uh, you were, you were, you were calling poppycock on the seating on this, on the site thing. That's nonsense. That can't happen. It, it, it It's just how that works. They and have to some, set up the bracket in a way where that team isn't in the spot to do that. The problem. And they maybe would have done that, but in a COVID year, they were trying to limit that as much as possible. So you're not going to have that team travel in a COVID year. I agree with what you're saying. And it, your text was hundred percent on the money about it being, but you know, yeah. Terps went in there and got it done. Just makes it all that sweeter. Go into their place, beat them. See ya. See ya, Notre Dame. They're going to beat the rest of the ACC in the final four and win the national championship. It's going to be awesome. How about that? It's going to be awesome. Um, anything else, guys? My, my. Uh, did you, were you going to go with the pure silk? I was going to mention the pure silk. Oh. Uh, Kings Mill Resort, LPGA. I was on site. Not the only guy that covers golf on site on this podcast. I was down there <laughs> grinding at the LPGA, talking to the fathers of caddies, you know, get me information. Um, no, cool event. Cool to see that. <laughs> we were out there on Friday and <laughs> there were just no fans. So you got all kinds of like, you could just, if you want to watch the process of a professional player play golf and you want to get really close, not a bad place to do it when there's just literally nobody else around. And Obviously, it was all the best. All the best in the world were there. So, very cool to watch. So, shout out to Kingsmill Resort. Shout out to Williamsburg, Virginia. So many nice people there. So many nice people there. Um, you know, people are nice in the South. Yeah. I mean, I, I got nothing else there. Any other, <laughs> any other honorable mentions? Just Ocean City. I'm ready for it. I yep. mean, Memorial Day weekend. It's going to get the pick probably next week, too. Like, just in hindsight. <laughs> I can't wait. Cannot wait. My go, I, yeah. my go off King was going to be about the beach thing, but I in body surfing, but I already got it in. So you definitely did. Were you I, planning on doing that the whole time? Like, Oh, I'm going to go off about body surfing. That's my biggest ocean city rant that people scared to get in the water. It's just incredibly frustrating to watch. Mm. Just go for it. I almost <laughs> have to go to the beach now to, to like, just 
watch me get visceral. I don't get well, that like, too, but oh, to watch people do it. You just once you see it, once you start watching people do it, you can't stop watching. It's just so obvious. And it's gonna be this place is gonna the interesting thing is how packed Ocean City is gonna be. It is gonna be popping off this weekend. Sure is. So um that is it for this week's episode of the x52 podcast presented by jimmy seafood make sure to follow the boys on social media you can follow eric at edittii22 on twitter you can follow banks at barstool banks you can follow me at taylor my 10 you can follow the podcast at exit 52 podcast on twitter and instagram yes Shout out to Fed Thrill. Shout out to Fed Thrill. Five. I just missed that at the top of the, yeah. of the, uh, of the uh, starting five segment. So Fed Thrill, presenter of the starting five segment. You can And what's a better time to have sunglasses? We're going to have yeah. Fed Thrills on. I'm going to be wearing – Fed Thrill, I love you so much. I was actually doing this at the Pure Silk. I will be wearing my Fed Thrill sunglasses over my regular glasses just to show off the Fed Thrills. While you're sitting on a patio. While I'm sitting on a patio at looking at the water. Probably more so on the boat than anything. Probably more so on the boat. Maybe while I'm golfing, maybe while I'm with my family. All of the things that I drafted from the starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill. Go to Fed Thrill's website. Use Exit 52. When you check out, you get 20% off on some great sunglasses from a local business that, you know, you want to support, that we support, and wear their merchandise. So it feels like a feels like a win-win for everybody. And while you're at it, get your Fed Thrills and head over to Jimmy Seafood. Go get some great food on this Memorial Day weekend if you're not heading to the beach. I'm sure they'd love to have you. That's enough for this uh, week's episode of the X52 Podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. We'll see you next week after Memorial Day. See you next time.